Welcome to Sports, Sports, Sports. The maybe when you win a game of sports, apparently. Coming to you from independent remote quarantine locations with me tonight are my co-hosts, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, Rowdy. Hello. And in the middle of the period, my name is Snoop. Gentlemen, episode 258. How are we? Feel pretty good. Yeah. It's a little late. Thanks for waiting on me, boys. Yeah. I had a uh, prior commitment. Mm-hmm. We'll check no problem. As a known as a rookie auction draft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll uh, we'll let you get back to that. I want to check with Rowdy first before we put him to sleep with uh, some quick fantasy talk. Oh boy. Oh, I don't have anything else to say about fantasy. <laughs> It's just where I was, <laughs> depriving you of my contribution. That's it, yeah. Yeah. You'll you'll let your domination do the talking. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'll let my weekly I'll let my weekly scores speak for themselves. Right. Rowdy, how are you, bud? I'm doing okay. <laughs> you How's your hearing? My what? Your hearing. <laughs> my ear my, I don't Good. even have my ears pierced. Good one. My earrings. Be- because of uh last week when Oh, are sports, you talking sports, about sports was fully represented? Yeah, that's right. We had a we uh, had a um, just a great deal. Value. Yeah, it was one hell of a value, no <laughs> yeah. doubt about it. Where'd we go? Yeah, what'd we do? No, uh, got to see the Wu Tang Clan, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nas, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Busta Rhymes, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. all for twenty dollars with free parking. What? <laughs> Can't beat it. Or I guess parking included. It was not free. Yeah. I, mean. I paid three dollars less than my ticket for one beer. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is. <laughs> it was insane. Very depressing when I think about it that way. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great um, show. It was one of the loudest shows I've ever been to. Oh man, it was. It was, it was. It was very loud, which was awesome. Now, Roddy, this was the first time you've ever seen any of the blue. Is that correct? That is true. Me too. Oh. And apparently, uh, somebody I work with was saying, "Oh yeah, I heard that show wasn't very good." I'm like, "Who'd you hear that from?" Yeah. They said, Are you apparently, out of your mind? the in- the indie star gave it a bad review. Oh really? Yeah, I didn't. Look, I didn't. I didn't look it up because I don't want to give them the advertising revenue for that trash. Preach. Preach. I thought it was great. Yeah, I mean, maybe it, my ears aren't as discriminating, but yeah, I thought it was a very good show. Yeah, I had oh, a smile on my face the whole time. Could have been. Yeah. And I think it was nice to see, one, if you see the if you saw the Wu Tang Clan in the '90s, chances are you wouldn't have even seen that many of them anyway because they didn't tour together. That's true. And it, you didn't know who was going to show up, and then they might be angry at each other about something, and so some of them might not show up. So this was basically all of them except Method Man and then ODB's son. And, which, and, and, which and they're, all, an job. they're all just, you know, happy, just like each other. They're just friends. So it's just a, a happier, happier, friendlier Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah. It was great. And Busta was a surprise. Busta, oh yeah, he Busta, was not on the bill. Busta was not on the bill. That was that was a a surprise for this this tour stop, and it was fantastic. He was awesome. Yeah, he sounded yeah. great. They all sounded good. It was awesome. Played the hits. Yeah. Yep. I, I, well, I had a good DJ. Good DJ at the beginning. I do think that uh, you know Raekwon and Ghostface kind of carried the show. 
for Wu Tang. And and RZA. Uh, RZA. RZA. I mean, RZA yeah. was and basically RZA. the MC. RZA was like the, the MC. Sh- yeah. yeah. Um, but Nas was fantastic. I thought his set was sets, multiple sets. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, were great. So he was. He was really good. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. And, and we got pretty a lo- good crowd. And we got a lot of pretty business good crowd because it was a, it was a company outing. We got a lot of business accomplished. That's right. Uh, oh yeah, we can write the whole. Thing yeah, it's out. definitely a write off for sure. For sure. I handed out business I mean, cards only, to the entire you know, lawn. Mm-hmm. Sixty bucks total, but like mm-hmm. plus our beer, so one hundred twenty yeah. bucks. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, exactly. yeah, that's true. That's true. We yeah. each had one beer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, I just I I I don't know. That thing Every kills time, me, man. I don't get it. I get. I, I go up there, order a Budweiser, twenty four ounce Budweiser. It's fourteen seventy five, and I put in my debit card, and then it pops up tip, and I'm like, yeah. Oh well, I mean, yeah, okay, I'll give you a couple bucks, but damn, dude, you can't roll this into the price of this beer. <laughs> yeah, right. it's not already rolled in. Yeah. Whoa, yeah. you really want fourteen seventy five for this can of diesel? Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was yeah surprising, but anyway, uh, great smells the whole concert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, all senses were uh, were yes. tickled. I'd say they were. Rowdy, anything else going on in your life? Mm. Anything you want to talk about? Any any shows you're watching? Rings of Honor, Rings of Honor, Rings of Rings of Oh, Honor, Rings of Power. Yeah. I mean, oh, dude, I, that's dope. I, I caught up on it. That it. The most enjoyable thing is you can tell they spent what a half a billion dollars on it or yes. something. I mean, it's it was, just yeah, the CGI it's, is wild. Yeah, it's the most expensive show ever made. Yeah. Is it just now, here's one my season? problem. Is it one wait, is it one season? No, it's gonna go no, it's gonna go for five seasons. Are you serious? Oh really? Yep. Six so that, I think that's movie? the plan. Wow. Is the main woman, the main elf woman, is that Kate Blanchett from yes. Lord of the Rings? Okay, got it. I couldn't decide if it was Kate Blanchett or Liv Tyler. Yep. It's okay. her. Wait, it's her she, character, but she, it's not well, her. so she is Right. Let's see. She is Liv Tyler's Grandmother Grandma. Okay. So her buddy Elrond in this show ends up becoming her yes. son-in-law. He's in it. Uh-huh. Okay. He, He's in it. Elrond marries her daughter eventually. Okay. Well, spoiler alert. Yeah. Why I mean, gonna... I don't know if they'll show it in this show because they don't even show her husband. She's supposed to be married. Blowing up my and They're not showing like Celebrimbor. Here's, <laughs> here's my problem. I'm watching the new Lord of the Rings and I'm watching the new Game of Thrones. Hot and D. I have a bad... I have a bad feeling that I'm going to start mix. I've been, uh, I've been, I've been, I've been thinking about over. that too. Yeah. I've been thinking about that too. It is a little bit of, uh, <laughs> yeah, fan, fan, too many fantasy epics all yeah. at the same time. So is it just called Rings of Power? Yeah. Okay. Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. Okay. Rob. This is pre Rings. Rob. Pre Rings. This this all takes place in the Second Age. All the Lord of the Rings stuff takes place in the Third Age. Very. Elf heavy. How long are our and the ages? Silmarillion takes place in the first age for the most part. Okay. Well, and what is that? What? The Sal- Salmanillion. The Salmanilla. Oh, Salmanilla. that takes you from the creation story through the origins oh. of all the peoples of Middle Earth to the creation of the creation of the Silmarils okay. and their and their th- the theft of the Silmarils by Morgoth. And then uh, many, many battles, and then finally uh, the the 
gods or the angels or whatever intervene and then basically destroy that whole part of Middle Earth where that all took place. Dang. And then, um, so they reference that in this show when you see there's a shot of like people just kind of like floating in water. It's like, why are these people floating in water? Well, it's because that whole part of the world got dropped into the ocean. So, um, yeah, it's pretty great. Read the wiki, Snoop. About Read to. The wiki. I'm about to. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Oh, I no. might watch it, the show, no, but don't, I just I will say, I don't I actually, I would say this is this is one of the rare examples where it's probably faster to watch the show than read the wiki because mm. if you start reading the wiki it'll be you like click all those links well and it'll be like well then yeah. yeah and then this person well what's this person's deal and then you have like a five thousand year backstory of that person so it's like no just watch the just watch the show so as someone who has a passing interest in lord of the rings like i know there's there's super fans out there i'm always surprised by here yeah, got to catch them all, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I just, like, I've never been, I've never really gotten into them. I never felt the hype for the movies. If I watch this show, am I going, is there going to be enough? You meat? shall be entertained. <laughs> yes. Will I pass? Yes. Will Will I pass? I mean, did you, yes. did the, you, uh, have you never seen the movies? I've seen the movies. Oh, okay. Then you're fine. I, you're is fine. there enough meat on this bone that I'm going to be able to yes. follow along? Yeah. Or am I going to yes. watch? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Or am I just yeah, going to turn you'll it follow along. I think you'll follow along to Lord of the Rings more easily than you would Game of Thrones. Okay. Because the new Game of Thrones is what, Rowdy? Like 800 years prequel? Yeah. Or and, something? Yeah. And it's and, all about the dragon people? Yeah, and they already spoiled it when uh, they already spoiled it in Game of Thrones anyway. How's that? Well, you know how it ends. Yeah, they they already told you how it all ends. Yeah, but this is the development of the Mad King. But don't you know that well how it all ends in like Better Call Saul, but you still watch it? No, I don't think the part so. Part of the story is how you get there. The better. Uh, part I don't of know. The story. I haven't watched Better Paul Saul. Better Paul Paul. <laughs> better Paul Saul. Better Paul Paul. Better Paul Paul. <laughs> call Paul Saul. What Paul? Well, Saul? guys, uh, <laughs> you better call nine one one because I'm having a stroke. Yeah. How's that toast? Is it burnt <laughs> over there? Burning toast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm. Mm. These are my extra toasty cheeses. You gotta get the butter out. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, if you're gonna be gone, this is a sports podcast, so I guess we should get into it. Uh, hey, Rowdy, how about some sports? How about it? Hey, uh, first up, this headline just says, Coach Kelly. That's right. Coach Brian Kelly, formerly of the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, thought he had a better gig 10 years, 100 mil plus down there in Baton Rouge, Baton Louisiana, Rouge. for the uh, Bayou Bengals. Down on the Bayou. Uh, two years ago, three years ago now, national champion Bayou Bengals. Uh, F, you'll remember, Rowdy, he had a rough start when he went down there to the LSU uh, basketball mm-hmm. game the uh, first night on campus, and he inextricably, uh, inexpli- inexplicably... There it is. Uh, How's your toast? Is it burnt? Up, yeah. <laughs> My toast is on fire. <laughs> yeah. uh, 
it's, guys, it's I need smoldering. to get out of this house. <laughs> yeah, there is something exactly. on fire here. We got some. We got some problems. Yeah. He developed a instantaneously developed a uh, Creole accent, uh-huh. but only on the word family. <laughs> um, but so he's acted a fool. He's acted a fool uh-huh. the whole time he's down there, and they go into uh, their opener in Tallahassee against the Florida State Seminoles. Uh, I believe it was in uh, New Orleans. Jacksonville? I think it was in New Orleans. It wasn't a home game. It was one of those oh, Chick-fil-A games. Yeah. Oh, okay. neutral Doesn't site. Matter. Okay. Uh, they lost by one because they mix, missed the extra point with no time left, so they lost uh, 24-23. But the best thing about it is, the was that today, Snoop, the presser? Uh, yeah, it was today. Because normally they're on Mondays, but I know it was a holiday. Hmm. They had a presser, and he's... Allegedly, it was a joke, but some reporters were walking in once he had already taken the podium, and he said, you know, how we usually do this is we fine everybody $10 uh, when they're late to a press conference, and then we just throw it in the pool, and we'll have a big bash at my house at the end of the season. And you just hear off mic this woman go, well, maybe when you win a game, we'll be on time. (laughs) It was was great. It was reporter Leah Van... Uh, of the advocate uh, who said it. Maybe when you win a game, we'll show up on time. <laughs> and according to uh, this woman, she arrived at 1057 for a noon presser. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, 11, well, 1157, sorry. Yeah. For a noon presser. And he said, and then he said, I don't think winning has anything to do with it and just went on with it. Clearly, sir, you don't understand where you it, are. It, it was awkward. Uh, what, I mean, did that it, feel buddy, like a buddy joke to you? shouldn't try to be funny. No, he should he, never try and be funny. Brian Kelly is not funny. He is no, he does not have that that in him. And also, you're know the room, sir. You were on the hot. You were on the hot seat as soon as yeah. you touched down in Baton Rouge. Nobody's got time for your cute Yankee sense of humor in the Bayou. Yeah, I think part of it is, um, I I think he's trying to reinvent himself at this location. Like weekly? <laughs> yeah, reinvent I mean. fully. <laughs> uh, place of birth, transformation. Any any yeah. sort of uh, new slang, dance moves, mm-hmm. all of it, the whole thing. I've grown up. I grew up on grits. <laughs> sure you did. Sure you did, Brian Kelly from Massachusetts. Sure you right. did. Like. Uh, he's trying to reinvent himself, and I don't know why. When, as you just said, he has to know where he is and what's going to yeah. play, and what's going to play is winning games. Everything and else, th- and that's the only thing that plays. Nobody cares about. Nobody cares about. Nope. Uh, if they cared about that stuff, then maybe Ed Orgeron would still be around, who also right. gave a great answer to a he question. He did, recently. boy. It was good. It was good for LSU coaches this week. Yeah, he said. Well, <laughs> I don't know if it was on a podcast or what was. It? He was on a stage. I don't know. He was speaking to some kind of group. Yeah, I, it was at the Little Rock Touchdown Club on Tuesday, and he was talking about go. how he was fired from LSU, and said they had a meeting, and Woodward, uh, the uh, athletic director, Woodward said to Scott Woodward said you got this is what he says what Orgeron says he told me well I should have Rowdy read it uh, he told me you got 17.1 million left on the contract and we're going to give it to you I said what time do you want me to leave and what door do you want me out of 
<laughs> I love it. That's a guy with charisma. That's you a guy who can land a joke. That's a right. guy you want to run through a brick wall for. Brian Kelly yep. is not that guy. He's an X's yeah. and O's guy. He's not available. He never talks to the recruits. He just he does his thing. Right. And that's who he needs to be. He just grinds on them, yeah. and then they transfer. That's uh, Yeah, and then, well, possibly. <laughs> that's That might be hap- what happens with Butte. Uh, yeah. But I did read some interesting things uh, today on tiger droppings, as, I, as I'm as i want to oh. do of a Wednesday. As you want to do? <laughs> yes. Okay. On the right. uh, message board. Brought to you by Siegfried and Roy. <laughs> on the message board, Tiger Rant. Have you ever been to Tiger Droppings? It's fantastic. Uh, sir, no, I have not. <laughs> it's great. Mm-hmm. It, it has all things Southern uh, uh, southern living. It's kind of like oh. uh, Garden and like Rifle. Paul, like some Paula Deen recipes? It does have a whole section of recipes. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things that they keep bringing up is... Uh, talking about Nick Saban's 2007 season at Bama where he lost to uh, ULM, Louisiana yep. Monroe. Yep. As well as Florida State. Yep. Uh, lost four games that year, I he think. He lost six games that year. Okay. Uh, I, and, and he's lost, I think, 15 total in 16 yeah. years. So that's what Brian Kelly's looking forward to. <laughs> yeah. I guess my point is maybe it's not maybe it's a little early to overreact. But agreed, but you got to know that's coming. Like fandom coming? as as we have tried try, or as I have tried to illustrate over the 5 years of this pod, fandom and reason are oil and water. They do yes. not well, they do you, not mix. They, so you got to know that yes, LSU fans are going to go crazy that you dropped a game, at, especially in that fashion, mm-hmm. uh, in your opener. But you got to ride that wave. And Tarzana of uh, uh, Tiger Droppings brought that up. They said, what about Saban's 2000 loss to UAB when he was at LSU? At the time, LSU fans regarded the Saban hire as a mistake. He made his bones the very next week with a shocking OT upset of Tennessee. There you go. So, mm. I mean, that the Saban, the Saban, 2007 Saban team came after a six and six Shula team. Exactly. So people weren't expecting all. They weren't whole, three years. Off I of didn't the title. expect a whole lot of Nick Saban coming in there because, right? One, I didn't think Alabama had the cachet that they have now. They weren't. And they, they did not. They did. They weren't up to where they are now. Yeah. After a drop, I mean, obviously historically they've been. Right, but then the other thing is he came off just that horrendous year at Miami, mm-hmm. so I didn't think that it was like, oh, this guy's going to come in and basically uh, redefine what college football is. I think Brian Kelly's thinking he's going to do the same thing at LSU. He needs to take a look around, <laughs> right, and, and and realize that's not who he is, and that I mean, job's won- already been taken. Yeah, like you like you said earlier, Snoop. He walked away from one of the most historic programs in college football into the toughest division in the toughest conference in college football. Mm-hmm. And he also walked into a program who the last three coaches have won national titles. Yeah. Yeah. You got uh Within the Saban, first three years that they've been there. Saban, Les Miles, and Ogeron. Right? Was didn't wasn't Saban's with I think the- Les was a little more. Thought he was I think there. it took him a little more, because who? 
I'm trying to think that team where he where they won, who the quarterback was. I can't remember. And mm. uh, what's it? Um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Lamarcus uh, um, Russell. Was it Russell? No, that was Jamarcus Russell. Ooh, it might have been actually that coming off of Saban. Um, and also, you have to remember that. Uh, Les Miles had another championship berth against Alabama when Alabama beat him um, 14 nothing or 9-3, one of those uh, real SEC in the trenches kind of games. So Jamarcus Russell was the head co- was the was 2003 when Nick Saban was there. Okay. So I couldn't remember how far back. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Saban was there. He started in 2000, so he had it within the first three years. Yeah. I think. What about hand claps? Oh, yeah. Well. Oh, Les Miles. That's probably why, why he uh, couldn't clap, because he couldn't count. Yeah. Because <laughs> he had two births, one uh, championship, as I remember. 2007, which was, the fir- was his third year there. Okay. And 2011. That's won. the one they lost. So yeah, 2007. Okay. So it was, they were all within the first three years. Because obviously Orgeron won his the first right. year. Right, because Kelly's got a lot of work cut out yeah. for him. Yeah, that's... Ain't uh, going to happen. That's kind of an interesting... I don't know. I think it could happen, but I don't think he it can happen. I don't think that he's going to be able to stick around unless he changes... Unless he They're changes too impatient. Into who yeah. Brian Kelly was at Notre Dame right. and Cincinnati. Like... Be that Brian Kelly. Don't and New Hampshire. <laughs> uh, I think I think you're thinking of Chip Kelly. Oh, I am thinking of Chip. I always get them confused. Same body type. <laughs> that's 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 true. Uh, <laughs> These Kelly boys. Yeah, they're like they're like they look like high school offensive guards. <laughs> yeah, like, and they get red in the face real easy. Yeah. Uh, but if he keeps if he keeps acting like, like this, acting foolish, then. He's just going to wear out his welcome. But on Tiger Droppings, those fans seem to really like him. Really? Yeah. I was. Well, they're giving him a shot. That's nice to hear. Yeah. yeah. Let's see after they go 3-9 and nine this season. Yeah. I'll tell you what's got me excited about LSU this year. Yeah, what's this will be good. The fact that they, uh, their campus contains what is considered to be the oldest known man-made structure in North America. So, That's right. Yeah. Yes. So they there are two mounds, two Native American mounds on campus. And one of these two mounds is dated to about 11,300 years ago. Oh, that's, that's insane. That's right around the um the uh catastrophe. Well, mm. and then and then the other one, mm. the other one is dated to about 8200 years ago. Uh, they were oriented to uh, align with the star Arcturus, but these things were built so long ago that the star has moved in the sky. It's not even it's not Dude, even in position anymore. That's awesome. So and they 11, have found three hundred. That's pre Clovis, isn't it? Oh, it's it's yes. I mean, yeah. this is like. Well, no, no, no. Okay, wait. Clovis, Clovis is like ten thousand, isn't it? Clo- it Eight thousand. It would be around there because okay. it's, um, yeah, 
uh, 11,500 to 11,000 years. Yeah. yeah. It's Clovis. Okay. Yeah. 13,000 to 11,000. So it'd be right in there. Yeah. But during that time period, we don't have structures. Right. So I want to say like the next, the next oldest is like thousands of years after uh, Fort Ancient this, so. or yeah one of those now they have discovered like they just discovered those footprints out in, in white, white sands, sands yep. that are like 22,000 22 or 28 yeah they keep finding stuff that keeps pushing the dates back further oh, but yeah. uh, they, do, digits, they did baby. find uh, microscopic bone particles so they they think something was cremated there but they're not allowed to do DNA testing because the Native American groups won't let them do it. This is DNA yeah. testing. Because it could on, be their ancestors. On what? On, on, on the uh, microscopic bones. On campus. On campus. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Native people don't have a whole lot of time for DNA testing. Well, they ain't got not a lot of time. That's, this is why you jive with them, because they ain't got a lot of time for science. They don't have a lot of time for white science. They don't have a lot of time for white science. That's right. I guess that's that's, right. that's a question for you though, Reed, because uh, you you appreciate you know all this native you know Native American culture and prehistory and everything, mm-hmm. but you don't appreciate astronomy. Okay, white man. Or space. You're skeptical about space. <laughs> sure. But no, all I, of these but all of these monuments are built to align to. Hey, I'm not skeptical things, so. of empirical evidence. I can look up and see those stars. I'm skeptical of people <laughs> flying around up there and what the hell for. What do you want to do up there? Send Legos to the moon. These, uh, <laughs> what do you think about all these pictures from the new telescope? Those are, the, I mean, pretty dope looking. I don't yeah. know what I'm looking at, but the light show is pretty cool. Yeah. The resolution, as, as a photography nerd, the, I, pre, I appreciate the optics. Yeah. But whole, I just don't understand why anyone would want to go to space. What? What are you going to do up there? Float around. Look out the window? Yeah. Ex- experience something <laughs> few have ever experienced. Well, well maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you might. Yeah. Yeah. If it's, if it's real. I mean, we don't even know, right? Just well, <laughs> I mean, we know that it's something out there. I don't think we know what it is. Uh-huh. Which is why we're going. It's called exploration. Yeah, well, that and to send Legos to the moon. Yeah, that and to and to spend all kinds of money trying to figure out how to colonize another planet while we just light light ours on fire. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> luckily, priorities. We've got, yeah. Luckily, we've got oil spilled far and wide enough that it'll be yeah. easy to <laughs> light on fire. Look, I got this dope new car. Now I'm gonna go shop for another one and let this one rust. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what else we got? <laughs> All right, uh, let's move on here. Oh, oh, let's talk Marcus Jordan and Mrs. Pippin. Mm. The, the former Mrs. Pippin. She still is. The former she's, Mrs. She's Miss Pippin, Pippin okay. at this point. Formerly known. Ms. Ms. Pippin? Ms. Pippin, if you're nasty. <laughs> did, well, did Marcus die? apparently is. So who, first <laughs> off, uh, let's talk about the characters of this. Who is Marcus Jordan? I don't know. He, he is the number one or number two son of a Michael Jordan. Thirty-one-year-old son of Michael Jordan. Who is? He's not not the one that's in the movies. That's Michael B. Jordan. Right. Okay. Yeah. So that must yeah. be the oldest. No, this son. is Marcus Jordan. That's not one of his sons at not all. Not a relative. Yeah. Marcus Michael. Jordan is a relative. Yeah. Uh, He's thirty-one years old, and TMZ is reporting that he is dating Scottie Pippen's former wife, Larsa Pippen. Who is, I just learned, 
before this podcast. She was a real housewife of Miami. Interesting uh, phrasing there. Was she married to Scottie Pippen at the time that she was on The Real Housewives of yes, Miami? Yes, I believe. Whoa, I don't know. Oh, okay. So the, they filed for divorce in 2016 and finalized it earlier this year. So she was so, only yes. on there for one season. I don't know which so season. So she was legally. She's also, uh, I think, buds with the Kardashians, I believe. Okay. Or some of the Kardashians. This is what reality T tells me. Mm-hmm. She had a one season. Reality droppings. Yeah, reality T is what it's called. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> reality reality <laughs> droppings. And after being a one-season wonder on Real Housewives of Miami, Larsa became part of the Kardashians' inner circle. However, they gave her the boot just in time for her to reemerge in the Real Housewives of Miami's glorious reboot. Boot. Oh, my God. So now she is possibly... Here to with henceforth dating Marcus Jordan, who is seventeen How years old or is younger. She? She's okay, seventeen years right? difference. Oh, she's forty six, not forty eight, so fifteen years younger. This says this is okay. what this says Marcus is thirty one, Larsa is forty six, and then it says seventeen year age difference, which I did the math and it's fifteen years. Even with 11 months on either end, it's still not 17. <laughs> still not 17. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know how you're slicing that, but it's that doesn't it doesn't get to seven. Uh, hey, reality T, check your math. It's just the Gregorian calendar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Life, if it wasn't unfair, it, it's weird. Boy, I mean, Scotty hasn't had a good couple of years. No, not at all. Because he came out in the last dance. wasn't kind to him. He came out in the last dance and had some somewhat unkind words for Michael Jordan, at least as far yeah. as how he felt the Bulls handled his uh, contract negotiations and, and career and what he thought Michael Jordan should do or, or speak out on his behalf, help yep. people remember how good he was. Yeah. Uh, and then he gets, uh, what, this was, if the divorce started a little before that, but now he's divorced and... Now Michael's son is possibly dating Larsa Pippen. They were spotted <laughs> together in Miami. Rowdy, you brought this to our attention. Do you have any additional details? No. <laughs> <laughs> you just know that they were having lunch together. That's wild. Yeah. It's mm. about it. But... I mean, how's that work? It didn't seem like Michael and Scotty were really like buds off the court, so... That's interesting. Do you imagine Michael Jordan was friends with anybody? Nah. Mm. Well, he used to be friends with Charles Barkley. Mm. But, yeah. Mm. Now, Michael Jordan did say that there would be no Michael Jordan without Scottie Pippen. Mm. But, you know, here's a bone, I guess. She's also Scottie dated. Pippen was awesome. I mean, uh, Scottie Pippen is an awesome player. Was an awesome player. I don't know who these other people are. She said, TMZ is reporting that she's been tied to guys like Malik Beasley. Don't know who that is. And Harry no. Jowsey. Jow- Harry Harry Jowsey. Harry Jowsey. J O W S E Y. Huh. Hmm. No clue. Sky, uh, well, court- riveting. Marcus says that they are just friends. Just. Homies, as he says, and there's nothing there. Do we believe yeah. Marcus? Nothing. Yeah, I mean, I can on. understand that. I've got homies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you go on double dates with them? I, 
maybe lunches with three other people. Are they are they mid forties uh, reality stars? I don't know. Are they formally married I don't really check. I don't. I don't really player. check Instagram, so they could be. You're, yeah. you're not. <laughs> hip, you you don't bookmark realityt.com. I do not. What would it no. take to be a reality TV uh, recap writer? Oh, Besides man. watching the shows, Reed, I know you've watched your daytime daytime white wine and bonbons. <laughs> I know yeah. you've done your fair share of Real Housewives. Lots watching. of uh, just yeah, <laughs> lots of those. Uh, Live, laugh, love type paintings. Oh, yeah. really? I think so. Either that or just obnoxiously expensive things that look stupid. I'm going to call bull on just Atlanta, though. I watched plenty of Beverly Hills with you. And well, Orange yes, when, when, that, when Beverly Hills was the only, was was that the first one? I think Orange County was the first Orange one. County was the first. Orange County, Beverly Hills, and then when Atlanta came out, I gave up on everything but Atlanta. And then I haven't watched for years. But they were fascinating just to see, like, the things people with money spend their money on. It's ridiculous. Yeah. What about New Jersey? That was a good one. Wasn't there Uh, a Real Housewives of New Jersey and a Real Housewives of New Yeah, there was a New Jersey one. That one was a lot of uh, fighting, as I remember from commercials. (laughs) From the promos. From all the promos I cut. Well, when you watch Real Housewives of Atlanta, all the commercials are all the other housewives. Yeah. That's a, it was a no. lot. It was a, That was just a cultural phenomenon. I guess there, some of them are still on, but that yeah. was just, like, insane. There was a whole cinematic universe. Yeah, it really was. I think I should... I wonder if there's, like, one of those... You know, you go to Etsy and you mm-hmm. see those, um, like, cluster graphs of... How like it says like beers in the middle and then it says sticks off and then yes yeah yeah has all the I wonder if there's one of those for Real Housewives it's like oh. in the middle it just says Bravo and then it has yeah. all the Real Housewives what's that guy's name Andy Cohen and yeah. then it's just all this other crap yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rowdy you're a designer uh, do that do yeah, that let's make some money <laughs> yeah let's do it it's okay <laughs> I can hear it cha cha ching cha ching. And we'll price them at five thousand dollars a piece. Uh-huh. I'm a try. Hey guys, well, what's this? Uh, this headline says Margaret Cross. What's that mean? Court. Margaret. Oh, I see what you did. Yes, Margaret Court, who uh, was a former uh, tennis star. I'm not a big tennis fan, but this, uh, this champion got my. It piqued my interest. So she, yeah? she is tied with Serena Williams for 24, 23. Uh, it's a 23, 23 mm-hmm. uh, Grand Slams. Yes, Grand Slam titles. Mm-hmm. She was in or the... Maybe major titles from her era. I don't know how they categorized them, but Right, because yeah. this was the pre-open era, as they right. call it. Uh, and she holds the record for the most wins in history. But she had some things to say when she talked to the Sydney Morning Herald in Australia. She's Australian. When she said... Now, don't forget, she's 80 years old. Serena, I've admired her as a player, but I don't think she has ever admired me. Mm. Which was an interesting thing for someone to say who uh, 
Hasn't played tennis for 50 years. Hasn't played tennis for 50 years. Supported apartheid in South Africa. And uh, has come out and talked. That's an interesting detail. (laughs) Has come out and said that it's unfortunate that young people have to watch Martina Navratilova, a proud lesbian, uh, have to be exposed to her homosexuality. She said that in 1990. Yikes, this is the Marge shot of tennis. Uh, It's not even, it's worse, I think. Wow, Uh, I did not know all this. Yeah, so when she says... Okay, first of all, Martina Navratilova would touch her up on the court. Yeah, uh, off the court, it sounds like, too, as Margaret's concerned. How old is this lady? 80 years old. Yeah, Yeah, no, she definitely beat her. Yeah, yeah. I think her... um, her wording is interesting. Like I said, I've admired her as a player, but I don't think she's ever admired me. I don't know what there would be to admire of a person of Margaret Court's uh, character. Of uh, her ilk? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, she's come out as late as 2020 against um, LGBTQ rights in Australia. Later in the article, she also dropped this bomb. I came back after two babies, she exclaims. After having the first baby, I won three out of the four slams. And Serena hasn't won a slam since she had a baby. Not since she won those slams. So while she says she admires her, she wants to make a clear distinction between what she was able to accomplish and what Serena has been able to accomplish. Yeah, Yeah, because tennis is the same. (laughs) It's oh, it's absolutely the same. It's never changed. Well, she's actually said Margaret Court uh, doubled down on that, and said tennis in her era was harder than tennis now because she didn't get to travel with her family, and trainers and everybody else. She was alone. She had to travel alone and was only part of the national team. So she had to walk uphill both both ways ways. to get to Mm -hmm. the court. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there were lesbians. And she there paid off all her college her loans too. So what the hell? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, when I read this, I was like, oh well, the f- I didn't know much about tennis, so I was like, oh well, this is interesting. Like, maybe, you know, maybe we have lost something of the history of tennis, and Margaret Court does need to be celebrated maybe a little bit more than she is. And then I read some of the but quotes. maybe not. Ama- along with the context of like, oh, yeah, she did go out of her way to say, I've admired her as a player, and then said, oh, yeah, apartheid in South Africa. Uh, specifically how, or, this is, this is it's the uh, Nazis and the trains running on time, right? Because her exact right. quote, I went and looked it up. South Africans have this thing better organized than any other country, particularly America. Now, this was in 1970, so we're only two years uh, removed from uh, MLK's assassination as well. Hmm. We're kind of in the midst of a uh, the civil rights movement, and she says, yeah. all of a sudden. Well, I wonder writes, how she feels about Arthur Ashe. Hmm, yeah, that's an interesting... Because they sure celebrate Arthur Ashe every year. Mm-hmm. And her name's Margaret Court. She could easily have a court named after her. It could be Court Court, but you don't hear it. She does have a court named after her in, Margaret, in Melbourne, the Margaret Court Arena. But it's not Margaret Court Court, which feels like a miss, right? It's a real miss. <laughs> or real miss. Yeah. Margaret Court Arena in Melbourne. Melbourne. Mel- I think that's Is how that they say it. Is that where they 
Is that a uh, court they use for the Aussie Open? Uh, I'm guessing. I, I would think so. Hey, guys, let me ask you this. Uh-huh. Should we cancel her? Uh, nah. Is, no, She's what? doing a pretty good job on her own. <laughs> right, yes. Yeah. She I doesn't think need our help. <laughs> no. <laughs> you just keep doing you, Margaret Court. Yeah. You'll get there. Margaret Court, why don't you lace them up, Margaret? Yep. Do you know she's a Pentecostal pastor? Whoa. Color all right. It's all coming together. Color me shocked. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in 1991, she was ordained as an independent Pentecostal minister. Um, in 1995, she founded a Pentecostal church known as the Victory Life Center in Perth. Oh, and other side of the And a senior pastor still... She has a television show called A Life of Victory on the Australian Christian Channel. Wow. And uh, has generally embraced teachings associated with the Word of Faith movement. Um, Tell me more about the Word of gotta, Faith movement. Got to name it and claim it. I mean, you can, you can get this healing. You can get this money if you just believe enough. I mean, maybe she's got a point. She won 23 titles, and yeah. she can charm snakes. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's a good point. Yeah. You know? Hey. I think she's, uh, yeah. So I think, I wonder how much of this uh, sour grapes kind of thing comes from her um, her theology. I don't know. Turning those sour grapes into wine. Yeah. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah, big old wine. Mm-hmm. Hey, speaking of whining. Haters. Haters. Taters. Hot taters. That's right. It's time for the surest thing in podcasting served up for your consumption. Smothered, covered, chopped, and chewed. Rowdy. Oh, yeah. my gosh. It's been so long. It's been we, too long. Yeah. We've got a... Uh, are, too long? Yeah. Back with another season of football for you, Rowdy. Rowdy. Great. My friend, it's been... Yeah. It feels like eight months because it's been eight months since we last talked to you in February. It's been a great eight months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Yeah. What have you been up to? Didn't, doing some uh, surfing? We got to do all this. Football research. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we got to do all the yes. That's right. We're going to play this game. Yes and. You're going to yes and all the way through Hot Taters. Uh, Rowdy. I'm going I'm to tell you this yeah. straight up, Rowdy. The landscape of football has changed since you last focused on this. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Mm. Is it further away from me now? Well, it probably. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's at least 13,000 years old. Yeah. It's, it's pre-Clovis, that's for sure. That's it's in how space. <laughs> it's, yes. It's, nah. Yeah, which goes that. back to what we talked about last week. We need a bowl on space. Yeah. Or in space on the moon. On space, too. Who knows? We don't know. <laughs> could be, could be. On space. Glove put it on space. Well, for those of you who don't remember, we've got uh, Rowdy's going to pick five games, NFL games, every week this year. Well, every week that we have a show. We're going to tally him up. We've got, uh, he's going to pick against the spread. This year, we're going to be using fan. FanDuel? Is that what you told me? No, DraftKings. Yeah. We're going to Draft be using DraftKings Draft spread numbers. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah. 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 Against the spread. We'll see how you do this this year. We're going to put actual cookies on it this year. Not cookies. Ooh. Money. We'll put money on what it this year. What does that mean? Mm. Yeah. We'll drop, some, we'll drop some coin. We'll see how you do. 
Depending okay. on how he picks, we will drop coin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You will make your picks. We will say if they're good, and then yeah. we will make our own picks. We will grade your paper and correct it. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. 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 Uh... So are you ready to get started? Yeah, let's do it. I'm glad you walked through that because I kind of forgot how this worked. I was yeah. going to ask okay. if you had questions because I figured you were either asleep or didn't remember. Uh, so let's get started. Thursday, game one of week one, the very first game of the NFL, we have the Buffalo Bills going all the way to Los Angeles. La- Los, I, did I say an T at the end? Los Angeles. To be Los Angeles. Los Angeles. To be hosted by the Rams. Uh, the Super Bowl champion Rams. Have you seen their rings? Unbelievable rings. I think we talked about it. The top comes off, and it has a perfect uh, display of the the stadium. They played at SoFi Stadium, which is where the Rams have yeah, their home Yeah, it was the games. first home game, or second oh, home yeah. game second, Super Bowl. Two, two, yeah. in, two years in a row. Two in a row. But it's got enough detail where it actually has the scoreboard with the score on it. Whoa. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, comes off the top. Sounds like that's a, just a, something you're going to lose. Oh, for sure. The top? Yeah. Yeah. That You know what yeah. that is? Choking hazard. Yeah, <laughs> that's what that right. is. Or it's a, you know, $5,500 fine for somebody that's staring at the ground. Exactly. Yeah. Check <laughs> eBay in a year to see. Yeah. Top, top of Super Bowl ring. Yeah. <laughs> Booyah. Yeah. Uh, it only has half the diamonds, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, but anyway, back to this. Uh, the Rams are a two-and-a-half-point underdog at home. Over-under, I was 50, really? 51 and a half on this underdog. one. Underdog? Yeah. They're the underdog. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Rams. Okay. Uh, we're going to go Rams on that one? Now, the Rams are not great against the spread, just so you know. But they're the... Super yeah, Bowl stupid. champions. La- last year. That was spread. last year. Last, last year. That means the stupid Rams spread. can they're lose it, by three. The Bills are two and one against the spread over their past five games. Just something to think about. Something to think. I, I still think it's going to be the Rams. Rams. Right. The Rams. I think, Matthew gonna, Stafford. I think they want to. I think they want to prove it. Yeah. To to everyone, you don't think <laughs> Wait, last year was enough. Who's Matthew Stafford? Is that? He was the quarterback guy. for the Rams. He's got a long bad time, elbow. Long time. Uh, He's got a bad elbow. Lion. Mm-hmm. Uh. I just saw there's no limitations on his elbow. Yeah, there's no okay. limits. Let's, <laughs> let's go. Rams. He's a no Remember limit Remember when we saw Megatron at the casino in uh, Detroit? Rowdy? I don't. I, I I don't think we've gone a season without somebody without you mentioning that we saw. Yeah, well, Calvin I'm trying. T- I'm trying to lay the <laughs> foundation for that was Matt Matt Stafford's number one receiver. Oh yeah. Well, okay, that makes more sense though. <laughs> Sunday, 1 o'clock, Indianapolis Colts, our home team, with our new quarterback, Matt Ryan, uh, Jonathan Taylor, number one uh, running back in the league, and a smoking hot Michael Pittman Jr. at wide receiver. A lot of smoke on that guy this year. Going to Houston to play the Texans, probably the worst team in the league. Maybe. Uh, Them or the Jets. Oh, could be the Jets. Yeah, that's that's a good call, too. Uh, I had the... Totals pulled up, but I don't see him right now. That's I'm gonna I gotta guess that's Indy minus seven and a half. It is Indy minus seven and a half. Yeah, that's, boy. Or Indy minus seven. I saw oh, minus seven. Seven so, even. All right. Yeah. Uh, a lot of money com- coming in on the Colts. Fifty three percent of the money. The over under is forty five and a half, which seems low. High. 
Really? I think it seems low. I think the I Colts think could actually put up three. a lot more points. Colts could put up 45 on the Texans alone. Yeah, but they're not going to have to throw the ball after the first eight minutes. That's a good point. But they yeah. they could run for 400 yards. You're not wrong. That's true. Yeah, I mean. I'll go I'll go Colts and let them prove me wrong. Go Colts. Okay. Go Colts. You're riding Colts this year. I'll go Colts. Okay. Go Colts. Sunday, 425, the Las Vegas Raiders go to Los Raiders. Angeles. This time, SoFi Stadium, but it's the Chargers. Chargers are minus three and a half point favorites. High-powered offense there uh, in They're going to be nasty this year. The over-under, 52 and a half, which isn't That's even That's pretty good. Yeah, not even the highest. Just so you know, Rowdy, little trend for you. Chargers are 0-3 against the spread in their last five games, whereas the Raiders are 3-0 and against the spread. What does that mean, that they match this, they hit the spread for two of those games? Yes. Okay. Yes. Who you got, Rowdy? Raiders, Chargers. Chargers. Okay. Do you guys feel good about that? That hurts me. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what we think of you. Chargers, three and a half. Yeah, but whose money is it? It's going to be mine. It's not yours. Well, (laughs) it's going to be mine. (laughs) Yeah. I already have money in there because I was putting money on Jalen Hurts winning the MVP this year. Sunday in primetime, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, a Tom Brady-led Tampa Bay Buccaneers, go to Dallas to play the Look Cowboys. America's team. America's team. Dallas uh, is a two-and-a-half-point underdog at home. I don't know if you noticed, I picked a lot of the home underdogs this week. You sure did. I yeah. like it. Yeah. I mean, I... This this is a game I really don't care to root for either. Yeah, that's I hope both al- teams that's lose. Called, that's called an Al Qaeda game. Yeah, Buck's not great against the spread. Just so you well, know. But what about Tommy's new face? Yeah, weird Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, that's not Tom. Weird fake. Uh, about Tommy's yeah. body double. What do you think? So I know we talked about this last week. Any new details on that? You don't. Anything happen on that? Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard. Okay. Uh, Cowboys do have some injuries. Michael Gallup, their wide receiver, is out with a knee. They also have an offensive line injury uh, questionable this week. Jason Peters, that could matter. Mm. Uh, they also have a subpar running back. Possibly uh, Chris Godwin, the number one wide receiver in Tampa Bay, might be out this week. And, yeah, I said Chris Godwin's the number one receiver, not Mike Evans. Come at I me. think you're wrong on both accounts because you forgot that they have Quintoris Julio Jones now. Oh yeah, number eighty-five, I believe, is what he's wearing Correct. too. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Wait, who who does? Tampa. Tampa. I think it's gonna be Tampa. Agreed. It's gonna be Tampa. All right, turn it over here. And finally, Monday night, Denver and their new quarterback Russell Let's Wilson, ride. the two hundred and forty million dollar man. Uh, is that what he got paid? Two hundred seventy million. Sounds man? right. Two hundred forty-two million dollar man just bought himself a twenty-five million dollar house, the most expensive house ever sold in the Denver area. Wow. How many bedrooms wow. does it have, Reed? Four. He has four. three children. Four bedrooms. Four children. Twenty-five thousand square feet. <laughs> four bedrooms. Yeah, I got the stats. Where did I put that? I got this. I got the stats on the house. You have here. to think there's some. So he didn't even get enough. 
rooms. He for did all not his get kids. enough rooms for his family. Well, yes, he Here did. Here are the stats on the house. Twenty. 000, How does he pay that much? Twenty thousand square feet, four bedroom, twelve baths. That's seven full, five half, nine car garage, indoor pool, game room, basketball court, and theater. His first off, his indoor pool is larger than my house. It's twenty five thousand or twenty five hundred square feet is the pool. Secondly. You guys keep... He has three kids, right? I think he has four. Oh, three or four. four kids? If he has four kids, then he messed up. But if he has three kids, he got enough for everybody else, and nobody's going to come visit him. I guess where would they not stay? coming over. Yeah. No, he has no, yeah, he has no guest bedrooms. Yeah, no, that's smart <laughs> yeah. thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Mimo, we'll put you a cot in the basketball court. Yeah. You can stay at the Quality Inn. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I did stay at a holiday. In Aurora. In, a, in Aurora. <laughs> near the airport. It'll make it easy to leave. Uh, Denver goes to Seattle to face Ooh. the Seahawks. Russell Wilson's uh, former team. Gnarly. Uh, six and a half point underdogs. Who is? Seattle? Seattle. The Seahawks? Mm-hmm. The Sahas. Oh man, I think Russell Wilson is going to want to prove himself right. as the new Peyton Manning. So I think I think they're going to win. Say let's ride, Rowdy. Say Broncos, yeah. let's ride. Broncos, let's ride. See, there it is. <laughs> that is that's actually really good. It's a forty-five <laughs> yeah. point over/under too, so that's low. not going to be a lot of points. Uh, would you like to know a little secret about this game? Uh, yeah. Eighty-nine percent of the public. Uh, of the bets that have come in so far, not the money, but the actual bets, 89% of them have come in at Buff- on Buffalo. 89%. The rest of these games are hovering between 50 and 60%, but this has 89% of the bets are coming in on on uh, Denver. On the oh, on really? Denver. Oh. Did I say on the Broncos? You said Buffalo. Buffalo, on the Broncos. Okay. That Interesting. Is a, that that's, is a, a, that's a lot. That's a lot, a lot, yeah. So there you go. So to recap, Thursday, Buffalo goes to Los Angeles to face the Rams. <laughs> you have the Rams plus two and a half. Indianapolis to Houston plus seven for Houston. You have Indianapolis minus seven. Las Vegas Raiders go to uh, Los Angeles. This time, we're going to face the Chargers. You have the Chargers minus three and a half, the only home, uh, home favorite you have. On Sunday at 4 o'clock, you have Tampa Bay over Dallas, minus 2.5, and and finally Denver minus 6.5 against Seattle in Seattle. Rowdy, would you like to tease any of these bets? Uh, sure. Um, I don't think you're stupid. You just have bad luck when you're thinking. (laughs) That's pretty good. I'm just teasing. <laughs> uh, Rowdy, I think you're three and two this week. Really? Yeah. Who do you got different? Who do you have that's different? I have all the visiting teams winning. Oh, so hmm. you got the okay. Wow. That's I got dumb. the Bills and the Raiders. Or no, I'm sorry. Yeah, you got the Bills and the Raiders. That's yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna write that down. We're gonna see how you do versus how he do. Okay. <laughs> sorry about your life, man. That's that's a some bad choices well, but okay. it wouldn't be the first time hey as always thanks for playing hey i didn't have a choice haters all right next up this headline just says colleagues to college game day 
Yeah, we're running out of time here. We might have to run these pretty fast, uh, and and we might have yeah. to push this last one. But our, our good colleague, uh, local boy, uh, Pat McAfee, canal swimmer Pat McAfee, yeah. never forget, yes. hashtag never forget, yeah. uh, is heading to college game day as at ESPN, at the mothership, as a regular analyst on there. Reed, as a college game day fan yeah. and regular uh, viewer, how do you feel about this? I don't mind it at all. Who's he replacing, Corso? I don't know. I Does mean, he eventually. Uh, is he, uh, is he, he's got a two-year contract. He's, is he pulling up in the chair? Is he sitting at the desk? That's is he replacing somebody? Is somebody leaving? Because <laughs> I could see, I could hand, I mean, I've always liked Corso, but Corso's, I mean, he's getting old. Not so and fast, my friend. I'm also yeah very good. No. I'm also no I one's gonna also, accuse you of being fast, Lee Corso. I would also be okay with him um, knocking off that that Michigan man, Desmond Howard. Yeah, hmm, that's I, a spicy I mean, meatball. After I saw Des's Final Four picks for this uh, yeah this season, I was like, all right, dude, like wh- what are we doing here? Yeah, a little odd. That was a yeah. little odd. Uh, uh, no, I think he's a good addition. I was—I didn't know whether Herb Herbie would still be there since he signed with Amazon. I hadn't read anything about it until I watched this Saturday. But it's a good program. He'll bring the energy. He'll be good on campus. Oh yeah, um, he—he's great. Yeah, uh, he was. I think all, he'll interact with the fans. All pro, two-time, uh, two-time uh, Pro Bowler. He's going to be at the first... Uh, the first game he's doing is this Saturday's Alabama-Texas game. Oh, they're in Austin. Austin. They're going to nice. be in Austin. Yeah, nice. he loves Austin. He's also going to be part of their Rose Bowl coverage, their college football playoff semifinals, and their national championship coverage. Oh, wow. So he's going to be... And it's just him, right? Not his entourage? Not his entourage. Now, the last time he did this, he said in 2019, according to what he was saying, was... Uh, that they were driving around basically in a box truck and they were still this was when they were not nearly as big as they are now but they're yeah. driving around in a box truck still doing the show i'm assuming they're still going to do the show but it is a saturday game so i don't know how much he's going to need to be there maybe they go there and week. film on friday and then he's there saturday and then they're back monday or something hmm. could be there was a conflict which has uh, been ironed out uh not iron chic but ironed out he was supposed to be doing Friday Night SmackDown for WWE. He signed, mm. as a commentator, a multi-year contract with them. Uh, that was just a few months ago in July. Well, he's a busy boy. Yeah. So as of now, for the next six months, I guess that's on hold. According to... That's right. I'm going to actually say this. According to Triple H, who is, I think, the hey. president of WWE now. So... Uh, okay. That's on. That's on hold, but he is going to be a, on game day. So yeah, he's a busy boy. He's going to be down there on Sixth Street interviewing people in front of Joe's Generic Blues Bar. Yeah. Now uh, I don't. I don't think that's there anymore. Probably not. R.I.P. Joe's Generic. I know. Uh, I. He hasn't had great things to say about ESPN in the past, though. He had does he business. doesn't pull punches on most anybody uh, or do when I've listened to him. How that how's that going to play? Well, from what I've how I've heard him talk about it on his show and how he reenacts negotiating negotiations with some of these uh, boardroom people is he's pretty much Pat McAfee. So <laughs> yes, I'm yes. I'm pretty sure he got the deal he felt comfortable with. 
Yeah. Hmm. I mean, he, yeah. his his contracts, and you see Sirius just dropped him, and he was like, who cares? He was like, we don't, <laughs> we get like a million viewers on Sirius, who, or listeners, who cares? We're on YouTube. Yeah. You yeah, know? and that's part of the, like, he's gone this independent route, and he's been very successful. I'd, I'm interested that he would go back to this. But he said, you know, game day is an institution. You know, every, he, it was interesting to hear him talk. He said every, every NFL locker room he's ever been in on a Saturday, game day was on. He's been watching it since yeah. he was a kid. Yeah. It's your, your Saturdays start with game day. For sure. Mine don't anymore. Mine do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, and but that's yeah. the thing too with having his own thing and that huge contract he got from FanDuel or whatever, or one of the betting sites and all that. It's like if the mothership blows him too much smoke, he walks. Yeah, that's true. It's only a two-year contract, yeah. and I bet he does. I bet he negotiates similar to that, uh, to the way he interacts with police officers, because I went back and looked at that 2010 clip uh, when he was arrested for swimming yeah. in the canal. And according to the officer, the conversation went something like this. What are you doing? Swimming. Where's your shirt? In the canal. Why are you there? I don't know. (laughs) How much did you have to drink? And he responded with, a lot, because I'm drunk. (laughs) And I'm in this canal. So I'm I'm assuming, yeah, he's pretty much just Pat McAfee all the time. Yeah. Good for him, man. Boomstick. Why not? I like it. Yeah. Uh, do we want to do these last two? The last two. Teens versus Tigers. Boutte might be leaving. Is that what this is about? No, Teens versus Tigers is there was a 20-year-old fraternity uh, guy at the Clemson game who was pestering a 15-year-old teenager in front of him, and oh, yeah. the 15-year-old teenager promptly turned around and knocked him out. There is video evidence of this. It is awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Was he a Georgia Tech fan, that 15-year-old? I sure hope so. I don't know. He he brought the rambling wreck for sure. Yeah, he knocked him backwards. And then he got up, and then he landed a combination on him, and that put him out. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then, Rowdy, uh, is there any timeliness to this last one, or should we start next week? We can... we can we can go next week. We can we can oh, save it. Oh, it's evergreen. It's all right. Another. Well, it's not ever. It's not evergreen, but it's all right. Spearmint. <laughs> Winto green. Uh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Rose hips, something yeah. like that. <laughs> so it's a it's a it's a shade of green. Uh-huh. Is that what we're saying? It's a shade it's, of green. Is it deciduous yeah. in any way? Yeah. Um, or is it mostly coniferous? Carnivorous? Carnivorous? Coniferous. <laughs> We've all well, stroked that's what I tri- out tonight. That's what I tried to that's say. That's the trifecta of strokes. <laughs> well, that's it. We did it. We did sports. Episode 258. As always, I want to thank the Minister of Sound, Mikey Jr., Minister of Sound, Ralphie, Jet Belly Music, the Commissioner, Brandon Casburn, Food Editor, Dennis Chu, Sellerman Sean, and the Honorary Ball Boy this week is... We got an American tennis player that's uh, moving up the ranks here in the U.S. Open. Uh, Tia Foy won straight sets tonight, 7-6-7-6-6-4. Moving on to the, what would that be, Semis. semifinals now. Look yeah. out, Americans men tennis. He knocked off Rafa Nadal, uh, mm-hmm. rocked off New Bluff tonight. So, uh, hey, what, let's he, see it. 
he's ranked um what 22 is that what i saw that sounds right i can't remember i missed the i missed his match tonight Mm. what were you doing drafting hanging hanging out with us Mm -hmm. yeah ranked 22 good for him yeah and nadal i think was two too. Yeah. And I mean, he gave Nadal all Nadal wanted. I watched the recap of that. Great thing on YouTube now, if you can't catch all the matches, you can watch an entire match in 20 minutes. It's awesome. Uh Oh, it's like just the highlights? Yeah, just basically the big points. Yeah. So, <laughs> I saw a funny thing about Rafa Nadal's uh, streak. So, he had this 22-match Grand Slam streak where he had won 22 matches in a row. The headline I read was Nadal's Grand Slam streak ends in loss. And I want to be like, yeah, how else does streak... That's how what? streaks end. That's how streaks end. Right. <laughs> what, did you expect his streak to end with another win? Because hey, you that, wanna, would, that would be continuing the streak. You want to know something else? Streaks start with wins. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That, that's blowing my mind. Headline writers, some of the worst people on earth. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email us at sportsportsportspod at gmail.com with any questions, headlines, topics, or, you, or topics you want to discuss. I think that the problem with headline writers is that they have the most power. And they don't and read they, the articles. And they don't read the articles. <laughs> they, don't, they wield it all wrong. Yeah. Like, you could have done so much better. Yep. And don't forget to rate us and subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday where we will ask, how about some sports? How about it? Yeah.